Hello, Parkview. This is Devin Neese, your communications director, and I want to welcome you to the Groups Podcast. This episode is for the week of October 2nd through 8th. Our goal each week is to inform and guide group members and train group leaders to make whole disciples of Jesus. This week, we are continuing our series in Luke with Luke 4, 42 through 44. We've got no training segment this week, um, so let's just dive into our inform. This week in our informed segment, we're highlighting some events over at our East Campus that are open to all. First, a quick reminder that our next new members class is this Sunday, October 8th, from 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. at East Campus. If you or someone you know is not yet a member of Parkview, please consider checking out this class. Membership is our method of practicing the New Testament principle of committing to the local church. Secondly, our next women's coffee gathering is on Saturday, October 14th, so that's a week from this Saturday, from 9.30 to 11 a.m., also at East Campus. This is a chance to connect with other Parkview ladies as we learn together from God's Word. You can learn more about these opportunities and more by visiting parkviewchurch.org slash nextsteps. All right, you know what that sound means. Let's get a big picture of the passage, navigate any speed bumps, and identify a few places to land an application with our passage today. We are in Luke 4, 42 through 44, preparing for the sermon this Sunday, October 8th. Today, since our passage is so short, I'll read it in its entirety, and then we'll talk about it. So this is Luke 4, 42 through 44. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desolate place. And the people sought him and came to him and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well. For I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. All right, so just a few notes on this passage. It's pretty short, but we have lots to learn and lots to glean from it. Um, And when it was day, that's how we start out here. So just to put us into context of where we're at in the storyline, right before this passage in verses 40 and 41, we have Jesus healing the sick and casting out demons as the sun is setting. So it was probably the night before. Now we're at the next day. Also back in verse 31, we're told that he is in Capernaum now. So he was in Nazareth. We saw that when he was almost thrown off of a cliff um, by his hometown people. They were not happy with what he was saying. Um, But now we're in Capernaum, which is on the Sea of Galilee. And these people we'll see as we get further into the passage that we have here, they they liked what Jesus was doing. Um, And so that's kind of our context where we're at right now. And then he goes on, we say, he departed and went into a desolate place. So this is one of the ways that we see Jesus recharging, renewing himself in the midst of a ministry season. Um, there's other passages that mention Jesus going off to pray. We know in the Garden of Gethsemane, he's praying to the Father. Um, Jesus, this reminds us of Jesus's humanity, that even he needed solitude with the Father to recharge and renew his strength for the work of ministry for his daily life. And so that might be a point of uh, conversation, um, just, yeah, evaluating, you know, this is reminding us of Jesus's humanity. He did have, you know, he is fully God as well, but we remember that Jesus emptied himself and became like us um, on our, on the side of earth, so he also needed time to rest and recharge. All right, moving on, then we have the people sought him and came to him and would have kept him from leaving them. Um, so yeah, just Again, this is a very different response than he received in Nazareth. Here in Capernaum, the people are liking what Jesus is doing. He is teaching with authority, you see in verses 31 through 40. 
41. Um, he's healing people and he's casting out demons. So um, they're a fan of him being there. He's doing good work. Um, but he knows, as we see now in the next verse, when he talks to them, I must preach the good news. Jesus knows the purpose for his ministry. His primary goal is to preach the good news wherever he goes and to spread it as far and wide as possible. He's not going to stay in one place. We'll see him go around and preach the good news everywhere he can. And then it's also important to note that he prioritizes preaching the gospel. Yes, part of his ministry was to heal and perform miracles, but his emphasis is on teaching and on preaching the good news of accurately um, applying and speaking the gospel and the scriptures. So that's our passage. There's not, uh, you know, it's three verses. It's not very long, um, but there is some good big ideas and some good ways that we can apply this passage even to our own lives. So, Um, I think the big idea of the passage that I'm seeing here is that Jesus prioritizes the right things, and so should we. So in this passage, we see Jesus prioritize time with his Father, which is essential for his continual work of ministry. And then Jesus ties that to, you know, and then he's like, this is the work of my ministry. He knows the priorities of his ministry to preach the gospel. Um, And all of us might not be in vocational ministry, might not be itinerant preachers like Jesus. I know I'm not an itinerant preacher like Jesus, Um, but I think it's important to see that pattern in his life and recognize we also need that solitude. We also need that rest um, with the Lord, and we also need to know, you know, what are we here to do? What is our main purpose? So as we seek to apply this passage, here are a couple of takeaways that you might come to in your group. Prioritize time with the Lord. If Jesus couldn't do ministry without him, without his father, then neither can we. Um, So, yeah, that's important. We obviously probably talk about that every week. Are we getting time in the word? Are we praying? Um, And how are we living out those practices? And then another potential application would be to evaluate your priorities. Do your priorities align with God's word and God's will? As I said, we're not all going to be itinerant preachers like Jesus, but hopefully by now you know that at Parkview we exist to glorify God. That's the first part of our mission statement, but it applies to all of our life. Think of 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. This isn't limited to the hour you spend at church on Sunday morning or your midweek Bible study or your community group. All of life is for the glory of God. That is our core purpose as believers, and so it's important to look at life through this lens. Are we doing what we're doing to the glory of God? All right, that's our passage for this week, and we'll see you Sunday, if not sooner.